Hey there, welcome to the Night Force Action Report. It's episode number 205 for Tuesday, April 5th, 2022. From HorribleNight.com, I am your host, Justin Lacey. Here to catch up on what's been going on in the video game industry with, as always, my co-host, Ryan Billingsley. As always, it's a pleasure to be here when I'm not dying. Right. Which I was dying last week. It sounds like, sound like it was chest cold, huh? Had- um, It was like the flu or something, because mm. like, mm. I ended up having a fever Monday mm. night. That could and, have been a good time. Uh, I felt terrible. Yeah, I felt really bad. So. <laughs> the night force was not the cure for that fever. No. <laughs> what are we going to talk about tonight? We're going to take a look at PlayStation subscription offerings and kind of just do a gut check on how we're feeling about uh, similar services. Check in uh, with your Steam Deck. Make sure it's mm-hmm. still holding the charge and working out for you. And then uh, E3 is dead. Long live Keeley. We'll check in on the Summer of Games festivals. This, Yeah, we'll see how we're going to handle this summer. Um, before we get into that, it sounds like uh, we were catching Oof. up on some Disney+. Plus. There's a lot of stuff yeah. on this list, but yeah. Uh, I watched... And I'm assuming that you did as well, since it's in the both section. Yes. We watched at least one episode of Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a tough one. (laughs) It's a tough one because it just, it feels very similar to Mando, Mm -hmm. but I don't know Mando. Like... He we he's there's an mystery. unknown to us, and so there's mystery, and so I want to know who is this Mandalorian? Why is he doing what he's doing? Um, and honestly, <clears throat> at that time, it was how is this Mandalorian different than Boba Fett? Like, yeah, everything we and also it was just like, oh my gosh, they can make Star Wars TV shows and it works. Like, oh wow, and now this is like, yeah, okay, I've kind of seen this show, but. All right, I don't have anything else like super pressing to watch right now, so I kind of gave it a shot. Um, but man, it did not it did not hook me after that first episode. Um, what about you? The thing I remember about Boba Fett growing up was I was really into. I mean, we even as a little kid, you're going to get into Star Wars at that at that age and where that thing was, and it really got me into. Um, <laughs> Actually, thanks to the Muppet Babies uh, episode where they were filming Star Wars stuff, that got me into trying to understand how they make movies. And so Star mm. Wars was always that thing. And in one of those books that I got as a kid, they just talked about, you know, the original trilogy, because that was all that was out, and and how that characters like Boba Fett could work because they don't have any... Uh, they don't have to flesh out the backstory. They don't have to fill in the gaps. The mystery is what makes them interesting and what, and what made them stand out. And you start that first episode and I was like, Oh, I see what they're doing here as far as filling the gaps of like, you know, how he survived when we thought he died. And I was like, I don't know if I need to know (laughs) any of this. Um, it's fine. But yeah, there's, so there's no motivation to like, I was like, I'm gonna watch it cause I want to get to Obi-Wan, but I almost wonder like, am I going to feel the same way about Obi-Wan? And like, I don't know. It's uh, still cool Star Wars TV shows, but um, and I've heard this season is very up and down. Um, hmm. So I want to, I, but I, I do want to get through it. But uh, yeah, kind of uh, didn't hook on to anything uh, in, in this episode. So we'll we'll see. Also, like you know, because he's also kind of a bad guy 
like I, it's it's weird to it, I'm like guarded against it too, so I, yeah. I can't really have feelings for it either way. So on the flip side of the Disney uh, universe, <clears throat> we got our first episode of Moon Knights, um, starring a Star Wars vet, Oscar Isaac. Uh, this show. Uh, like I saw some takes online that were like very like met on the show, and I was like, I don't know what you want from a first episode of a Marvel TV show, but this is what I want because <laughs> it was like, there's just the there's a scene in a in a in a cupcake truck, and I just <laughs> loved that entire yep. thing. Like I just thought it was so fun. The cuts were so good. Um, yeah, it's just super and like. I've heard people are trashing his accent and like, we, we don't, it's so, we don't know what we don't know. We don't like, none of it makes sense. And he speaks in his normal voice in the show. So who knows what's going on, but I'm, I'm excited for what the season's going to be because it's, I, I like, again, they set up some good mystery hooks of like, who's a super creepy undead crow dude. And like, you know what's uh, you know what's going on with the multiple different voices and like there's just like a lot of good random stuff in the show. So yeah, I enjoyed it. Why do you feel? Why do you call me Mark? Not yeah. I just had <laughs> I just had fun because I just have a bunch of questions and I think that's the difference between those two shows. Like yeah, um, but but that's creating questions that I was like I don't know if I need the answers to them and this one I I have all the questions and. I like so far when Marvel's gotten weird. It's paid off with WandaVision and Loki, so I'm just like along for the ride now. Let's let's see where this goes. So, uh, yeah. and yeah, I was it was very much. Uh, I also didn't know. I don't know what my fiance's limits are with the comic book movies. Like she's really into the MCU, mm. but um, you know, was kind of keeping Hawkeye at a distance just because she doesn't like that character and uh, got got through that um, series, but she didn't love it. Um, and I just, you know, I was more of like going to this one. Is, is Moon Knight going to just be a little too weird? Is that going to just like not have anything to connect to? And uh, yeah, she had a great time. And the next night she's like, let's watch some more new Moon Knight. And I was like, well, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, yeah, usually we started like a couple episodes down. So uh, yeah, we're, we're excited for to keep up with that one weekly. Yeah, interesting enough, um, I watched it, and then I had Anna watch it with me again, uh, my second viewing, her first, and um, and I was like, so how do you feel about that? And she's like, it seems interesting. So I'm like, that's like, she does not get into the MCU very much, and like, she liked WandaVision a lot, which, who doesn't? That show is so fun. <laughs> um but then she kind of started drifting off during Loki because that's just not really her thing. Sure. Um, but yeah, like even she's thinking this looks pretty pretty interesting. So I think they did a great job. Um, yeah. All right. What else have you been watching that I'm not watching? Oh, my goodness. Okay. Um, I kind of threw them in a weird order here. Uh, I watched Bad Vegan, which is a Netflix okay. docuseries. Okay. Um, I remember hearing something about this news story when it happened, but it's basically this lady, like the news kind of went nuts with this idea of this vegan who got arrested because she ordered pizza from Domino's and they're like making a big deal out of that. Turns out that's not the actual story. Um, surprise, surprise, but, uh, kind of like, um, 
kind of like a cult of personality story uh, uh, of how somebody, <clears throat> this con man, kind of basically just causes mass havoc with okay. not only this lady, but also this restaurant, be- which became kind of an institution in New York. But it's it's fun. So if you like those docuseries, it's, it's kind of like a lot of the ones that are on Netflix right now, but it's fun. Um... We'll do the we'll do anime last. Uh, Our flag means death. Yes, which is an HBO Max show. Mm-hmm. Look, quirky, um, look quirky about a gentleman pirate played by probably one of my favorite characters from the Flying Concords. Um, he played Murray, who was their manager, uh, but he is the gentleman pirate. Um, I can't remember his name off the top. I'm trying to think. Well, I know I know him as he's the pilot in the new Jumanji movies. He's, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's what I know him from. Yeah, he's great. Uh, the show is really funny, and I really like it. Um, Plus, Taika as Blackbeard. Yeah, we haven't finished it. I think we're, I think we're like three episodes in or something mm-hmm. like that. But um, so yeah, like so it? far, yeah, cool. yeah, she likes All a right. lot too. Right. So that's really fun. Um, I watched. Words bubble up like soda pop, which is an anime movie okay. on Netflix that my my girls actually recommended to me. They watched it and they said, "You really got to watch this." So I did. Mm. Um, and it's it's really good. It's it's very um, it falls in the slice of life heartwarming category of anime about a couple of teenagers trying to find their place and find each other. Um, but yeah, I liked it. It was it was nice. Um, it's just it's very light it's you know if, if you're looking for, if you like that kind of slice of life anime stuff it's fun the uh, um, title reminds me of if you had taken pop-up video translated it into another language and then translated it back to english i think yeah. you might have ended up with words bubble up like soda pop yeah um and then finally rounding out my my tv watching i started watching one piece one piece is um it's it's up there as one of the it's, it's not I, I wouldn't know I just started watching it but people will say that it's one of the best animes of all time. Okay, okay. There are over twelve hundred episodes of this show. So we're just start like um, seven hundred something. Huh? Where do you start with? Where do you start with a twelve hundred episode? Oh, series? I start with episode one. <laughs> okay, come on. Okay. Um, it is. It's goofy, but it's it's adult. Um, it is so far fantastic, and I love it. Um, I love the I love the humor. I love it's about pirates as well, um, but it's just really fun. Um, Are pirates having a moment right now? All my uh, well, this show's been uh, this show's old. This right. show was, this show came out a long right, time but ago. Like, but I don't know. It's just coming up a lot with our, our flag means death. I, do, I think we went through like such a strong Viking Nordic. Okay, sure. Um, you know, we're going to talk about another show that's kind of in that vein that I think that's where I think that's what we're moving towards. Like, and especially because we're now far enough away from all the crappy parts of the Caribbean movies that it's like, I think it's time. I think it's time for sure, us to, sure. to re-explore some pirates. And uh, no, I like my little tabletop news stuff that I follow. There's been like three pirate games promoted in the last two weeks. Yeah. So, like, I'm just seeing it across all media, and it's a little, a little strange. Man, yeah. it really made me start thinking about playing 
that stupid pirate game again. Okay. Okay. I it's mean, always there because it's always there because I was like, man, it'd be cool to play a game where I could be a pirate and get on a ship and I could just sail with my buddies and we could go like, and it's just like, oh, that game does exist. I just don't play it. So oh, um, we were looking for a game to play last week. And if we're going to just hang out and play something like that's I know and be that, dumb. That's more. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, throwing that out or destiny. Um. All right, so I have one more topic, but I didn't know if you wanted to do. No, you're fine. Go your... ahead. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I finished. I'm actually into week seven, but I finished six weeks of lifting. Um, was that the program? Was that like it was six weeks of milestone? No, no, I'm still going. Okay, I'm still going. It's just that's probably the longest that I've done it consecutively. Um. But but the the only reason that I was going to say something about it is is so I got sick. Uh, earlier in the week and I felt bad on Monday and I felt bad on Tuesday and Tuesday was supposed to be my day to to lift and it was the first day that I had to skip because I just felt so bad and I was like I'm not really sure how I'm gonna like like do a rep and then try and blow my nose really fast so that I can be ready to do it like it was just I was miserable I felt so bad anyway um but I missed it, which was weird because usually I hate working out in all of its very forms and um, I feel good after it. And it's been cool to do it with my wife. She's been doing it and she started, she had her first like kind of difficult lift, which was fun because um, we were kind of cheering each other on. But um, it's been great. I've really, really enjoyed it. Um, it's just crazy. Like you just get such a, a nice reward from it because it's like I lifted more yesterday than I did previous days. I'm like, like I have to be getting stronger or else I wouldn't be able to do this. Um, and that's just, it's fun. It's nice. Um, so yeah, I'm really enjoying it. That's awesome. I uh, still, still enjoy that program. Um, still recommend it. So. Nah, I mean, turning that stuff into a habit where you notice it and miss it is a, that's a, I don't know. That's a big threshold to cross. That's not easy. So yeah, good job. Good job. All right. What's up with you? I guess I feel gross doing this, but you know, it used to be a big deal to me and now it's not, (laughs) but WrestleMania happened all weekend. Uh, that is now a officially a two night show going forward. Mm. I have definitely hit my, I hit my breaking point in the last year and a half. Sometimes, it was sometime early in t- end of 2019, I guess, um, with WWE, where I just can't. This company's gross. They're they're all their f- financial situations are gross. Like the f- their deal with the with Saudi Arabia to continue doing shows that are questionable. The the uh, superstars don't want to do it. Um, and it messes up all the storylines when they go there because they just like, they'll just give a belt to somebody that they want to have a, f- a quick fight and then that it'll go back to normal. Like it's like, it messes up so much stuff, but there are still a handful of wrestlers I really care about that haven't made their way to the other wrestling, uh, organization now. So I kind of kept an eye on it, but I wasn't going to actively watch and I wasn't going to actively pr- participate in the social conversation, but there are WrestleMania moments that are outside of the actual matches that are always kind of fun when they do them well. And they did a bunch of their stupid shit real well this year. Mm. Um, and it started with, for me, um, 
WrestleMania was in Dallas this year, and it's been 19 years since Stone Cold wrestled because he's all kinds of fucked up with his neck and his knees and his back. And, um, mm. and so, he, I mean, he retired with legit reason, but, you know, never say never with, with wrestlers. But they, they actually booked a, a fun segment where he got to kick the ass of one of one of my, if not my favorite active wrestler on the roster, Kevin Owens. And they did a whole thing of it closed the show on Saturday. You th- They build it as they were just going to have a talk show, but of course they were going to fight. And then it's just one of those things of they did exactly what you expected. Steve Austin wins. He does his beer chugging thing and gives stunners. But it, it's just fun when it happens, when you get to witness mm. it because you haven't seen it so damn long. So I checked that out after the fact. That was fun. But Sunday was full of nonsense and just really capped off um, <laughs> my fun trip back to uh, I watched uh, Jackass Forever, I think two weeks ago or last week. I can't remember if we got to talk about that or not. But yeah, there's some weird nostalgia around Jackass for me. I don't know what it is. I don't know why it feels wholesome. It's not wholesome, but it has a good time. <laughs> but they, they pulled off uh, Johnny Knoxville's been feuding with a wrestler for like six months, and they pulled off a Jackass match in the middle of WrestleMania, and it was <laughs> legit entertaining and funny. Like, Wee Man body slammed a guy. Like, nice. He bowled a bowling ball into the dude's nuts. They trapped him in a giant mousetrap. Party Boy came out and was almost naked on stage doing his thing. Like, it was just everything on paper and they actually pulled it off and it was entertaining. And then, um, also Pat McAfee had his moment. He, he's been doing commentary for about two, two or three years now and he's amazing at it. He's just a big fan and just sounds like a fan, but he's real good. Wow. And they gave him a match and he's super athletic and he pulled off an amazing match. And then that turned into him fighting Vince McMahon. Nice. Uh, and losing, and oh. that brought out Steve Austin to beat up Vince Vince McMahon. So him and Pat McAfee celebrated, and then and then Steve Austin gave Pat McAfee a stunner, and beer went everywhere. <laughs> and like, who cares about all the other stuff? Like that stuff went off well. Um, but yeah, that company is impossible to support at this point. So uh, it's frustrating. But um, yeah, just some quick TV shoutouts for me really got back into last kingdom. I don't know why I didn't jump on it as soon as season five came out the final season. Um, but I got back around to it. And so now I'm like simultaneously finishing season five while starting the show over with my fiance. So, oh, wow. um, and I just, that show was, it's so different than what I th- came to it for. I thought I was watching game of Thrones magic show. And now I'm really into the fact that it's like a historical show of a history that a story that I don't understand or I had never cared to ask about. So I was actually talking about it a lot with my dad because he would totally be into that. Like, it's just funny how I'm uh, trying to promote that show to different people than I would have when I for the reason that I came to it. So that show is amazing. It is. That is that season so far. I'm halfway through season five and it's just heavy as you would expect. So it's real good. Um, we got, uh, I want to have a separate conversation someday about these Netflix movies that are coming out. Uh huh. Cause I don't want to be overly critical of them. Cause we talked a little bit about, was it Adam project? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm not trying to be a jerk about it. Um, and do but, a very good job. <laughs> I just, I don't like uh, child actors are uh, tough. Um, anyway, um, 
But we watched The Bubble, and I was real excited about it. I thought the the premise for this movie was <clears throat> ridiculous. It's Judd Apatow and, yeah. you know, f- filming a ridiculous science fiction special effects movie um, during the during pandemic and just making basically a joke of the bubble that you had to live in to try to make a movie during what we just went through. Uh, we stopped it halfway through. We didn't even get through oh. it. So um, I'm kind of 0 for 2 or 0 for, oh, I would say 0 for 3 on the Netflix movies because I, I go back to the, to red notice to the, Oh yeah. The red Rock. notice sucked. So did you watch uh don't look up? I did watch. Don't look up. Don't look up. I enjoyed don't look up. Yeah, that was good. Okay. I don't, you know, it's just funny. I don't associate that with Netflix. I felt like, uh, I don't know why, oh, I don't yeah. know why that one felt like a legit movie. You know what I mean? Uh, versus like the weekly movie or the movie of the week uh. type of feel that some of these have. But Anyway, uh, yeah, so I'm going to keep trying them because why not? We're, we're, we're keeping Netflix for a bit, so You're I... Paying for it, yeah. Um, and then uh, had a couple conversation about ghosts. Uh, you introduced us to ghosts. Um, that's on... Uh, the British version is on HBO Max. HBO, yep. The American version on CBS and Paramount Plus. Yep. Um, around the time you told me about it, I started watching british version told some other friends about it thought they might like it and they had already started they're like oh yeah we're watching it right now on cbs i was like oh did you know there's a british version and, and knowing that they tend to like british comedy too and like oh yeah we'll go check that out kind of sync back up with them they can't stand the british version and love what? love the american version oh get new friends and then um around that time um my fiance got through a couple other shows and she came back around. She started watching the British version of ghosts and is just laughing it up the entire time. Think finds it so much more funny than even I do. Just really she enjoying. Knows what's up. Oh my gosh. Just l- loving it. And then she was like, well now I have to, I have to see what this, what the American version is. And I came in like, she was like a ha- an episode and a half into that show. She's like, this is terrible. <laughs> yeah. It's, Honestly, the biggest contentious point for me is the fiance. The oh. American fiance is not funny. The British fiance is hilarious. Mm-hmm. I, and I just like, I like the archetypes in the, the British one. Yeah. It's so yeah. good. Yep. It's so. such a good show. I love it. But it's just, it's, it's, you know, I watch that by myself to fall asleep and I get something completely different out of it than when I watch it with somebody that is just loving it. Like that is, I just yeah. prefer that. Like I'm so like, I can get in the mood of like binging through shows and you take a certain thing from it, but it's so much better when you're watching it with somebody that loves it and makes it better. So yeah, that's been super fun. Sure. All right. I think that's about all the TV that's out there right now. So <laughs> what's going on around the site? We're, uh, yeah, we're still keeping up with the night force action report when we're feeling healthy. Um, also I saw, you know, skill ups been looking forward at the uh, release calendar and as exciting as February and March were for us, like, um, all that is to say, we will keep this show going. I, uh, we will do it multiple times a month. Going to attempt, we're going to try to do it weekly. But like, if we're scraping the barrel, we'll let you know uh, if we're going to take a week off or not when it's uh, when it's worth it. So we will keep up with it as the uh, video game industry keeps our attention. Uh, as I'll say, but we'll be here Monday nights at Twitch TV slash Horrible Night uh, at 10 p.m. Eastern and posting that show for you on your podcast feeds on Tuesday. And let's get a little newsy with this first one. I don't like that musical for the record. Um, huh. And talk a little bit about PlayStation. 
announcing <laughs> their new subscription service, merging PlayStation Now and PlayStation Plus to create a three-tier subscription service. And blah, 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 blah. It's It just came across to me as them being forced to make an announcement that they really didn't care about. Like, it's just like this was such the bare minimum type of offering. Yeah. And it's something that they have to do. But it's like, it's the game has already passed them by in, in this this regard as far as i am excited about some backwards compatibility stuff or just playing through us you know maybe i'll go back and play some playstation 2 games i don't know um but um at least having this option and making that platform feel a little bit more connected to its history even if we can't download playstation 3 games like we were talking about um earlier um but yeah it just seems like the the bare minimum effort did anything stand out to you i mean did they actually announce anything new other than they smashed two services into one subscription tier? No. Like, not really. Like, that's the thing. Like, I'm glad they simplified their offering uh, and that the thing that I'm going to actually use is still going to cost the same amount of money as it was costing me before. But um, I... I don't know. Like, there's a part of me, I was reading this announcement and they were talking about the different tiers. And like one of the, one of the, the features of the first tier is that you get to play games online. And I'm just like, what, what fucked up kind of world do we still live in (laughs) where we act like that's not like, Hey, we live in a world where Xbox live gold still exists. I I know. (laughs) And it's just like mind boggling. Like, what do you mean I couldn't play online? Like, that's all you want me to do now that they're, like, going full bore into games as services and needing to, you know, dramatically ramp up that part of their portfolio. But it's just like, you really don't want me to play games online? Because I don't think that's what you want. I don't think that's what you're after. But anyway, it's just I just laughed it, at that. It's just, been just like, so stupid. An interesting journey since Game Pass has come along of just, like, no, this is an expected service for a platform like this. You have to have had this, and this is just filling in that gap for them a little bit too late. And, and you know, it's fine, um, you know, but in Nintendo, you know, they kind of do their own thing too, but there's just, there's something about um, around, you know, them them saying that they're not going to do uh, day one uh, downloads for their exclusive games because that would somehow affect how those games are made and how those studios function and and are successful. Uh-huh. There's just some air of... I look back at the 360 era and Microsoft just fucking killing it on the first person. The first person. The first party games. Yeah. And then sleepwalking through the Xbox One. After Sony had kind of done a similar thing, PlayStation 2, and fell asleep a bit at the beginning of the three. Of the three. And yeah. it just seems like Sony's been asleep for a bit. Yep. Their first part party games are still fantastic. We've got some to look forward to on the horizon, and that's worth it for me to buy that console for those games. And the hardware is good too. Mm-hmm. Like the PS5 is oh, good hardware, unlike yeah. the PS3, which was a mess yes it's at least not uh closed off like like that um yeah but 
to me, it's just like this works for you until you got a couple games or franchises that stop delivering. And you look at some of the conversation around the latest Horizon game, and you look at when Microsoft's big franchises started getting a little bit long in the tooth or a little bit stale or a little bit samey. Um, and I, it's real easy to draw those parallels. And if they don't have those first party games to stand on, it makes their future foundation a little bit more shaky. And, um, that's where this service will not cut it competitively. If I'm also not getting those first person games. I think also just like, I think it's hilarious that this announcement comes after the GDC talk that Microsoft did where they talked about all of the like network effects that Game Pass subscriptions have had and like games seeing more um, like add-on purchases, seeing more engagement, um, like, like basically just saying like this is lifting all boats on our platform. And, like, I just think about Microsoft Flight Simulator. Like, a game that, like, hardcore people, yes, were always going to play. But, like, how many people just fired that game up just to see what it's like to fly, just to check it out? And they could. And, like, maybe you convert some of those people. And, like, I just feel like Sony is just, like you said, like, they're just, they're hanging on to the way that things were. And they're not preparing themselves for the way that things will be. Yes. And I'm really afraid. Like, I think Ragnarok is going to be a solid game because I think they make great games over there. But I do feel like Ragnarok is going to be like, well, it's more God of War. Mm -hmm. Because it is. And that's not a bad thing. But it is when every first party title that you're putting out is, well, it's more Horizon. Well, it's more Spider-Man. Well, it's more God of War. and like It's more Halo. It's more Gears of War. Exactly. It's more Motorsport. And then we're going to start asking, well, who's going to make the next new thing? Where's the new Horizon? Where's the new God of War? Where's the new Spider-Man? And, you know, there are some projects that are out there um, that could potentially be interesting. Like, you know, Wolverine is, is a thing from Insomniac that we're excited about. Um, but like for spoken is not going to fill that void. Like that game, I I fear for that game before it's even out and it got delayed already. But even when it was about to come out, I was just like, that game is going to fall flat on its face. And like, they just can't, it's just sad. Like I, I just, it felt like it was an opportunity for them to really be like, no, we're not getting left behind. Um, and like Penguin was mentioning in chat, like they could bring like Vita stuff. They could bring like, they could do a lot of cool things with their extensive history and lineup. And instead they're just like, here you go. We merged two services together. Are you happy now? Get off our backs. And it's just like, I don't know. I I don't like that. That makes me. There was, there was an air of like disdain for our audience that we have to serve. Like, yeah, this isn't what we want. We don't want to have to do this, but we have to do this now. And, We'll just go back and, and make the games and you'll buy them. And it's just, it, it feels weird to kind of watch history repeat itself and, and to, to that regard. And just, I don't know, you just wanted them to kind of shepherd the industry a little bit more, I guess, uh, as fans. Um, yeah. And yeah, it just, it was, it was a weird announcement. Um, That's not great. And, I, and it got me thinking too, as um, 
in the last week, I saw reports of uh, the Xbox Series X being a lot more readily available lately. Like, it's easier yeah. to buy. And uh, I tracked one down. It's coming later in the week. Oh, nice. And congrats. I totally bought it as a Game Pass machine to have in my living room for convenience. Yeah. And that was the, the the sole selling point for it of just, again, an expected service that I get a lot of value out of in my home. Maybe not mm-hmm. as a as an in, as an independent as a solo gamer. Like I can still track down my games, but like just to have those options uh, in the living room uh, away from like um, my kind of PC setup. It's it's it, but also be able to play those games on my PC. It's a, it's just a no brainer value purchase, um, and it's just again it, it hit me of. When PlayStation made that announcement, realizing like, oh yeah, they didn't have anything like that. They have to have something. Oh, here's the bare minimum. And just realizing how much Game Pass has kind of changed expectations for what platforms uh, need to deliver to their fans. And I guess just what we're expecting going forward. Because when we talk about other platforms that aren't tied to Xbox, like, start to wonder like, when does when does Steam change a little bit? When When do they when do they have some bigger offering and how does that tie to, um, I guess, cross-platform play and kind of what's what's missing on other platforms uh, at this point that Sony's not not solving? Have you, we'll talk a little bit about your, your Steam Deck experience, but have you kind of like noticed anything in that regard or are you just kind of enjoying a li- your library as is? I mean, I mean, that's the difference. It's if you... It's hard to compare because it's it's like having a Vita and a PlayStation 5, but they both play the same games. Not like versions of the same game. Like literally, I played Elden Ring on my PC and then I put it down because I was going to bed and then I sat in my bed and played Elden Ring on my Steam Deck for a little while. And it's the same damn game. Like... Like, I think... I, think, I don't expect subscription services from them anytime soon. Sure. But... But I do think that that is their big play is to just be like, no, like we're about your library being able to be played wherever you want it to be. And it's more about library portability than it is about, you know, being in different things. And I kind of I was kind of surprised when Game Pass, you know, they they've they've done a decent job of keeping it in pretty close proximity to each other. But there is a difference between Game Pass console and Game Pass PC so much so that they now call them PC Game Pass and then just Game Pass. Um, and I was kind of surprised about like, I kind of just wanted the Xbox um, series to be just like, like a glorified computer, basically like just let me play the same version, whatever, you know, and it's fine that they've figured out how to do that the way that they've done it. But I think that, I think that is the big difference between them and what valve is currently doing is valve is just like, no, just, just play the the stupid library that you have wherever you want to play it. And that hasn't been without a ton of work. Like the stuff that they're doing with proton is insane. (laughs) Um, and we'll get to that, but you know, but that's where, that's their big, that's their big bet, you know, and it's a long bet because it's like their controller index, uh, you know the streaming. Um, what was that? What was that Steam box called? Steam Deck. Steam. No, no, no. <laughs> what was the thing called? I don't remember. 
anyway, I had one. Mm-hmm. It was nice. It was uh, cool for a while. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I think they've just this has been their like long term goal of what they've been building to is library portability. Um, what the hell is that they call? But yeah, Sony's not doing any of that stuff. Yeah, you know, like they're just like, no, you got a PlayStation Five, play games on it. That's all we care about. So I, I don't know. I just I I I'm glad that they're putting more stuff on PC. Don't get me wrong. I am glad for the ports. Steam Link. Steam Link. Thank you. <laughs> um, you know, I'm I'm glad that Sony is starting to open themselves up to those avenues more. Uh, you know, albeit like it's very late. Like I don't think we'll ever see day and date first party stuff ever yeah. land on PC. That's just not going to happen. But I, mean, I do. I just want to kind of come back to the conversation in the future as far as like just again noticing that oh. Sony really is a little bit, they're behind expectations as far as like, they don't have the default offerings on their, their next gen console. It felt like it was a half step behind on some things. And that was just kind of me waking up to that expectation that comes with game pass and then starting to see the things that steam deck is doing and what will kind of become normal expectations for um, a platform like that. But also seeing valve out there pushing hardware in a new offering in a way that i've never seen them push it before like yeah gabe trying to get in front of it and then like you know the fact that it has such nice packaging or uh, that it was getting stolen like as far as people like could, could recognize what it was and yeah um that they're you know they're expanding and i'm just like i'm kind of wondering like by the time we get to the next consoles like what will the de facto features be because i think um we're, we're definitely seeing um things evolve a bit this generation um and and i don't think i don't think valve's done evolving either so um anyway pretty exciting stuff um let's jump to your games of the week and catch up on what's been going on my game of the week is the kaito files uh this is new dlc that came out at the end of march for lost judgment um it follows um takayumi's sidekick kaito um it i didn't even know i forgot that i had bought it because i i don't know why i didn't assume i would buy the best version of lost judgment that i could possibly buy but i did and so this came as part of that but i believe it's an add-on that if you didn't get the deluxe edition that you might have to pay for i'm not sure how much money it is um but the kaito files is kind of it's it's an interesting one to explain. Like for a series that's known for its side quests, there are no side quests. Um, it is is really just this one story that it is focused on, and then there's just like um, a very like minor bit of collecting that is in there. Um, frustratingly hard collecting, but collecting in there nonetheless. But uh, if you need help, let me know. I'll help you out. Um, but the thing that's fun about it is, first of all, I love Kaito. I love his character. Um, he's, he's if you've never played these games, he's kind of just like this big, lovable brute um, who's ride or die for his buddy um, and also works at the detective agency. And um, so he gets different combat styles than um, what... Uh, what you got in lost judgment because sure. talk and Kaito are very different people. So it kind of brings the, um, 
the it, it actually made me kind of sad because I was realizing if they do go through their plans to make mainline Yakuza games do the role-playing turn-based style combat that was in Like a Dragon, this might be the last time that you get to do beast mode in a RGG game, but he can do beast mode. Beast mode's great. If you haven't played mainline Yakuza games, beast mode basically you're attacking, but if there's any objects around that you can pick up, your character automatically just picks okay. them up and starts swinging them at people. It's so fun. You just destroy people. It's You're just wrecking havoc. It's great. And then his other mode is Brawler, and that's his kind of more like focused punching move. And he's got these just awesome counters. So as somebody is attacking you, you hit a button and he'll just like punch him really quick and like knock down their attack. And so it's like he's got a really great, like if you like parry mechanics, like both of his combat styles kind of have different parrying aspects that are part of it, um, which is very fun. So um, that's great. And then I just really love the story. And I, it kind of made me realize like um, both of the Judgment games have this like moral, societal um, problem that we're trying to address. So the first game had uh, some stuff about like elder abuse and taking care of elders. Okay. And then the second game was a lot about bullying um, and, and, and how that affects people. This is just like a straight up regular ass, like who's doing what murder mystery, love revenge, like okay. nothing, no, no underlying messages that we need to learn. And I think it's, really good because of it i i think i like the kaido styles the kaido files story more than i think i like lost judgment story that's wild just knowing from some of the story conversations we had around game of the year for that and uh i mean what i think i know about is great but go ahead um yeah it's just uh but it's it's awesome that they continue to make each of their offerings stand out a little bit from the other ones like they all the all the thing about Yakuza from the outside is everything complements one another, like all the releases. Yeah. So um, this makes a lot of sense that it at least feels different. But I'm surprised that it like I thought like you know you're just gonna be hanging out with your your, your bro because I think he he might have won our bro award this year. Um, yeah, and um, just kind of as a you know a side thing, uh, uh, but you want to get back to your your main meal uh, down the road. But uh, yeah, I'm surprised that it's. Uh, now made you a little bit conflicted yeah i mean it's just it's it's all around just such an amazing game and this just adds to it which i'm really glad i'm glad that i didn't play it i'm like Ugh, this didn't need to exist um i think it's fantastic awesome. and it is a little hopeful we don't know what's going to happen with talk and his real life counterpart and his crazy talent agency that he belongs to um, but it was fun to see Kaito and um, Higashi uh, kind of pal around this the city and and do their thing. And I could totally see playing a full game. That's those two and 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 doing their thing. So still uh, still options there. Uh, shout outs. Uh, I I am I am Elden Lord. Bow down to me, tarnished. Uh, I did. I finished Elden Ring. Did you, did you um, find a maiden? I don't know what happens. Did you? <laughs> no, no, nope, still maidenless. Still fucked. Uh, yeah. I mean, so, I, honestly, so, at this point, I just don't know what's going to dethrone this thing from Game of sure. the Year. But man, try your best because Jesus is a good game. It's so good. I just like that it's broken a lot of rules and expectations. Honestly, like even outside of Souls design stuff, but just 
I've been struck by some of its just its confidence in what it does and its yeah. world. And yeah, um, my question is like you ran through a good chunk, I would guess two thirds to three quarters of the game with Coop. Yeah. And then you kind of went for the end while he was, he got uh, well, caught up in the Coop's in completionist stuff. mode. And I, Don't I got to about <laughs> my hundred hour mark and that's about when I'm like, okay, time to wrap this shit up because I start getting a little antsy and I'm like, and I knew for me, I knew Kaido files was coming out on the 28th and I was like, I got to get this game done. Like I've got to get this game done and get it off my plate because it's kind of the, it's cool, but also it's garbage. Um, and I, and the girlfriend reviews, uh, of this kind of encapsulated my feelings about it perfectly of just like, there's no, just give me a journal. Give me something that I can keep track of what people have said to me mm. because what it does is you cannot fit anything else in your head. Yeah. You're trying yeah. to keep all of this stuff constantly, not just like builds, but what locations do I need to go back to? What's the next thing I'm doing with this person? Who am I supposed to find here? Like you're trying to keep all of this crap in your head because they refuse to offload any of it off of you. And, uh, and it's brutal and it's just like, it's like a block. Like I tried to play monster hunter for one night with my daughter cause she wanted me to play with her. And I'm just like, I can't, I, I don't know if I can do this. Like this is just like, totally. I'm pushing the wrong buttons all over the place. Like I, it's like my brain is completely focused on this one game and that's all I've got. And I knew that if I wanted to, to strike out and play anything else, I would just need to get it done. So I did yeah, and I, I love it. I can't wait to watch you try to, um, parry those baseballs yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be brutal well congrats uh, by the way because that's, thank you thank you i think i'm literally at half the playtime of you right now so i just yeah anyway that's good stuff um steam had a sim sale uh-huh. uh last week and so i picked up a couple of games i picked up euro truck simulator which i've always sure. been curious about and it was like five bucks or something like that i also picked up farming simulator 22 because i've always been curious about this game esports um yeah they have a league which is just bananas um it's fun like it's very like you want to talk about nostalgic like i feel like a kid playing with my tractors in the backyard like it is just I got to own a side skid, which i didn't even know that's what they're called but i've always wanted to like (laughs) mess with one of them it's like those like they're really short, but they've got like tracks on them. Like, I mean, and they, if, if we so were fun. into like content creation at all, oh, it man. would just be would, fun to stream. Yeah. I'd stream the shit out of this game <laughs> for sure. Uh, but yeah, it's fun. I like it. Um, yeah, I saw I, I was poking around the computer this weekend and there were multiple times you were still playing that game. I was like, what has happened? I knew you're done with Elden Ring. And I was like, are you are you scraping the barrel that much? But <laughs> no, no, it's it's a uh, it's a put a podcast on and plow your field sure. kind of game. Um, so um, that's one fun. More, one more thing about yeah. that Steam sale. I think it was called SimFest, mm. and the the logo was very much like a blueprint. But what it reminded me of was like the old Maxis game, the old Maxis Sim games. Like, and for some reason, like. When I saw that logo, I just got excited about like, oh, I, I kind of want to go back and play all those games from like the mid mid to late 90s, early 2000s, like those level sim games and just realizing mm. like 
no, nah, this logo has nothing to do with that. It's all the other simulator stuff, which is fine. But like, I started looking up things on like SimAnt and talking uh, talking about uh, um, you know Sim Earth and all the like offshoots that Maxis did that didn't really take off until like this. Sure, this, you know they had Sim City. And they, they were just trying to figure out something else before they wound their way to Sims. But um, yeah, that logo made me just think of a bunch of different games that I knew they weren't selling. But it was it was it was a weird, a weird moment. Anyway. Oh, I also picked up uh, Assetto Corsa Competizione. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry about my horrible Italian. Only because I saw somebody say that they had picked it up and it was the best driving wheel experience that they've ever had in a racing game. And so I'm just looking for redemption for this very expensive driving wheel that sits behind me that I do nothing with. So I'll report back on that one when I get a chance to fire that up. Uh, But um, true to my word, I got my Steam Deck and the first game that I played on my Steam Deck was Yakuza. Okay, okay. Because I'm determined to finish this game. I'm determined to try and catch up. This seems impossible to me at this moment, but try to catch up before the next mainline Yakuza game comes out, which is in production right now. So, okay. uh, I mean, hopefully this summer I can just really buckle down and get some stuff done because apparently nothing's coming out. So... Um, that's going to be, that's going to be the goal, but, um, it's a weird game to go back to after playing the Kaito files because it didn't get translated. It's, it's all in Japanese. So it's all subtitles. Um, so you kind of have to pay attention to things and it just, the combat feels dated now. Um, which, you know, in fairness it is, but, uh, but when you're playing two games that are so similar, like literally have the same combat mode of beast mode. They play so differently between these two games. It's it's interesting, but I'm getting my legs back underneath me. So, well, let's uh, let's get into it. Our next drop. Let's check in uh, with Gabe Newell hand delivering you the platform of the future. So if you're if you're watching the live stream on Twitch.tv slash Horrible Night, he's holding up a Wii U. This is it. This is the the Steam Deck. Um, yeah. yeah, I I um I was in the the Q1 group. Let's, let's see. I'm trying to get the screen brightness to not be super dark cuz I keep it pretty dark because I keep it pretty dark cuz of batteries. Um There you go. There's there's Yakuza for you. <laughs> um Man, it's um it's a cool device. I mean, I, I want to preface Not this with, with like, you were more than managing your expectations. You were on top of, like, what people were saying and what people were doing and, and what you wanted out of the machine, and now and now yeah. you have it, so. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't think this was going to, like, solve all of my, my problems, but, um, you know, kind of all of the things that people have said are true. Like, if you have not been keeping up, like the fan can get loud like it's a pc fan so it can get loud if it's really cranking especially when elden ring was going it like got kind of excited (laughs) um josh kind of mentioned this when he got his um because he got his uh like two weeks before i did a week before yeah two weeks i think it was two weeks before i did it's it's a big boy not just in how big like i have pretty big hands 
Um, and it, it fits nicely in them. It feels much, much better than Joy-Cons do. Joy-Cons feel like kid toys in my hands. Um, I've never, never enjoyed using them. Um, this feels properly sized, especially, I think the biggest thing is the, the joystick distance from the outside to where your thumbs go feels an adult distance. Mm. And that, like that weird offset thing that Nintendo did with their Joy-Cons that I just cannot stand. Which makes me now want to ask, have your girls tried it or been interested in it? Um, Hell no. Okay. okay. They are not touching this thing. This is daddy's machine. They got their Switch. They have, my Switch is covered in all kinds of gross stuff, food, and who knows what else. I don't even want to know. But no, this is mine. Nobody else touches it. Okay. Um, it is heavy. Like it, it's it's definitely got more weight to it than a switch does. Um, and you you know if you're if you're doing like a, an extended session with it, um, you know you might you might feel like you you've you've done like some some curls because uh, <laughs> you know you, you've been holding this thing up. Like it, it's it's got some weight to it. Um, the the it's it, it ships with this really awesome mini game that's called uh battery management and uh you're just constantly trying to optimize to see how much battery life you can get it's cave johnson uh, in that one yeah um actually that game is fun the uh the ship the pack in is uh is pretty fun and it was really cool um to have cave uh make up make an appearance but but no like there's just a lot of things you can do like adjusting brightness changing frame rate that kind of stuff um but that being said i have never like run into like a hard i haven't been on like a long plane ride or anything like that which you could plug it in if you're doing that obviously um and the switch would would kind of suffer from those problems too but um, but I haven't run into it just in the times when I want to just sit down and play something and fire it up and play stuff. So, um, it hasn't been bad. Um, Elden Ring ran great. Uh, like surprisingly so for how garbage it runs on my PC sometimes, which like, thanks Valve for. Yeah, exactly. So if you didn't hear the story, Valve did some, some, so Valve is doing a translation between DirectX and the Proton layer. And what they realized is in doing that, they could actually pre-compile shaders, which lots of games do. Um, Forza does this. Call of Duty does this. There's tons of games out there that pre-compile shaders. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise PC is pre-compiling shaders. It just speeds things up so that you're not having to load this in. And that's generally what the cause of all the stutters that people complain about in the PC version of Elden Ring are is that it's trying to load these shaders on the fly that causes cpu lag which then causes it to stutter um so valve realized that they could insert in between these two layers they could pre-compile the shaders for you so Elden ring gets their shaders get pre-compiled which is awesome uh and it runs great and then you don't i have not had stutters with it or anything like that so that's super cool. Uh, Yakuza runs great. Um, my favorite one is that Monster Hunter Rise runs better on the Steam Deck than it does on the Switch. Yeah, sure. Uh, which, you know, shocker, but uh, it's still good. Um, I'm not like I'm not like a hundred percent on the button layout, um, especially these these um, shoulder buttons. These shoulder buttons. 
I, yeah, I'm just, I'm not like super sold on where they are because it feels like a big reach. It feels like they want you to, to use the claw lobster claw this thing. Yeah. Um, but the cool thing is, and I did this with Elden Ring. So you've got these four buttons on the back. Um, and you can always reassign these. You do it through like the Steam interface. And so what I ended up doing is I ended up making like these were the L3 and R3 clicks because I didn't want to have to yeah. do that anymore. And then I put these as like the shoulder buttons. And so I could like I can grab those really easily and, and do that. So it's it's good like that, that it's got that kind of customization. Um, and again, that goes back to Steam input and all the work that they did. Yeah. To make that work, um, this thing is is the payoff for the Steam controller. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's getting all those benefits. Um, yeah, and then they just keep pushing up updates. Uh, we just got a new keyboard where you use. It's kind of crazy. Um, so if you push uh, Steam and X, you'll get an on-screen keyboard. This is one of the cool. If you get the five twelve version, you get a bunch of new keyboard skins Mm -hmm. um but what's crazy about this is that it uses both touchpads so one is like the right side and one is the left side yeah of the keyboard so that you can kind of do like really fast dual input with your thumbs um by just going to whatever you want and typing things um which is cool and that works that now works both in steam and in desktop mode um which is really good because the desktop mode keyboard that they had before sucked um so that's definitely a nice additional feature so yeah um i'm happy for you. you've been so excited about um this hardware coming out so it's just it's it's kind of wild that it you know there's a there's a little bit of like i can't believe this thing exists because it's just it still feels yeah. a little bit like hopefully it hopefully i was alluding to it earlier like just a change for Val's approach to business because they're just you know this is a consumer product they're interacting with customers a lot more directly than they have in a long time um, yeah. if not ever and that's exciting for me because it, it really feels like they're tracking the hell out of this thing because I, I this feels very much like a prototype or a version one and I do yeah. I do feel like they're they might do something real special with with the next one not that I'm even deterred from I have so many use cases for this thing that I want it as soon as I can get it. But, uh, there's, there's just, they've handled the launch well, as far as like their engagement with it. And I hope they keep that up because a, a much more engaged valve and competitive valve can only be a, a good thing for, uh, video games. So, and it's a cool thing too. You know, we've had this complaint with Nintendo for a long time that we really feel like, um, the switch is long in the tooth and it needs to be revamped and they need to put a, a new one out. Um, but of course, one of the things that they're worried about is compatibility. And like they have so many switches out in the world that they don't want to put a new one out and then say like, Oh, well you have to buy only new games and all your old games don't work. Like they want to try and support that. And like, that's one thing that valve has going for them. is like, this is just playing PC games mm-hmm. and like, this is just like you're lowering resolution and lowering settings and all they have to do is put a new one out and just be like, now you can play it in higher settings. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh my goodness, all my games look better. This is great. And now I can play new games that maybe I couldn't play before. And so it's like, because it's just PC hardware, you know, it's just about, you know, as long as they're, 
as long as they're making the money off the hardware that they want to make, like they're just, they get to push either AMD, you know, who they partner with for this one, or maybe it's, you know, NVIDIA next time. They're not beholden to anybody, but you know, whoever they want to work with to keep making that SOC even better and more powerful and, you know, manage the heat better and, and, you know, battery stuff. And like, we don't, we still don't even know what the dock is going to be because it's not out yet. Um, but yeah, it just feels like there's, it does feel like this is the first and what will be many entries as long as this thing is selling well. And clearly based on the shipping process and, you know, like we're just now into Q2 orders and they've got people who are waiting for Q3 after. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. July to, July to September for me. So Okay. So, so you're properly Q3. You're yes. not the uh, after after October people. Right, right. Uh, and they did say that they're ramping up shipping and that they look like they might be able to do two times a week instead of just one. Um, so that's good news. Yep. Um, and, and so, yeah, I just, I think as long as it, it, it does the numbers that they're hoping for, I think, I think this is a, a good new hardware market for them. And it's, it's really exciting for people who are into PC games. Absolutely. So to my games of the week and I realized um, as much as we talked about this game prior to its release, we have not talked about it since we played it. We had one big multiplayer night with Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Got to play, got to play video games with uh, Aaron McNeil. Um, Still back, don't believe that. Back happened. when he had two children. Yeah, it's, none of that's real. Um, yeah, we hadn't gotten to play something in, in a while, and we played it, um, and we did we didn't talk about it like even just like much in passing in Discord after it. It just kind of happened. Because it turns out Borderlands is a known quantity. And I feel like this is a the best one of those for me. Like as far as I find it really entertaining from a writing standpoint. And I think the, the medieval, the D&D stuff they throw in it, uh, mixes it, things the gameplay up enough that it feels a little more fresh than just jumping into Borderlands 3. Um, but I don't know if i want to play much borderlands even in even i w- as much as i was hyped to play some multiplayer with you guys it's it, the game is just happening around us like there's it's just there's something not engaging about it anymore i don't and i think that's just us i think like you read reviews of this and there's people that just still love this formula and love this gameplay and go to town it's all there it's you know I had some, I had some fun with it solo, but like there was just something about. I remember that with the last last few sessions I played in, with Borderlands Two multiplayer of just like it, it doesn't feel like we're having to work together or communicate or it's just like we're just shooting shit and that's fine, that's a good time too, but that's not what I really wanted to do with you guys. So, where'd you land? Yeah. Um. This is going to sound mean. I know. I'm not trying to be mean. It feels joyless. Like, like even the weight of the weapons. Like, I think back to, like, Back for Blood, a game which we had fun playing with a couple of times, but also is not, like, super engaging. It's kind of like you're just trying to get through the things and, and do whatever. But even that, like, you're, 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 
you nail a headshot on a zombie and it like it feels good. You're mm-hmm. like, yeah, I got that guy. I felt like I was just shooting shit and I didn't even know if I killed somebody, you guys mm. killed somebody. I, like I just didn't even, like numbers were just happening and it just felt it felt exactly how I felt about Lost Ark. Like it just felt like I'm going and doing motions and yeah. we got through this thing. Oh look, I got more loot that's too much for me to sort through and Jeez. like can you just give me some way to manage this better? No, okay. Uh I mean here our, we go. The session grinds to a halt every time somebody has to manage inventory and it's almost like you don't want to miss the cool guns, so you want to read through stuff. Um Yeah, yeah, I think you're I think you're absolutely right. It was just um I don't know I don't know what we expected. We knew what Borderlands was. Um, I mean, there were some, there were some good jokes. I definitely laughed yeah. a couple of times. Which is some why good I, writing. Which is why I think I like it more solo because I can focus on that stuff and just kind of. Yeah. And we couldn't because we just got to move. It just always feels like you have to move when you're in a group like that. And yeah, and I think you're right. Like every time you have to dip into the inventory, you're just like, I am just making this so much worse for everybody because like, <laughs> I want to look at this stuff, but then it's like. Why do I even get like until I get oranges or purples or whatever? Like, why am I even looking yeah. at this? Like, maybe that's on us. It's, but, but, but at the same time, make that easier for me. Just like make it be like, no, this gun's better. Just grab this one. Like, it just, I don't know. I just felt like it was just like tripping over itself. And like, mm. even though I'm playing games with Aaron for the first time in a really long time, I'm just like, are we playing a game? Like, is is this video games? I don't know. Like, yeah. I just know that we're doing stuff. Fix the feedback. Fix the inventory management. Um, it just, yeah, it should just make it get out of its own way. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you fix the, like, I still want those jokes to land, even though we're sprinting through the game. But, man, Andy Samberg is going all full Andy Samberg. Like, all the performances are great. They're all into it. Yeah. They're all having a good time. So there's a lot to like about it, like if you can play it in the setting where you can enjoy it, but it just wasn't for us wanting to hang out like that. It just it it didn't it didn't land, which was a bummer because we've been looking for something, but um, and I don't know what what that'll be. And I just feel like we we've changed since you know since I was just completely um into Borderlands one and two, like the the amount mm. of time I spent on those games. But um, yeah, yeah, I mean nothing like wrong with it but just uh yeah it wasn't the flavor we were we were looking for so um on the shout out side of thing i do want to dig more into weird west that is on game pass uh so i've been playing it on there just trying to try it out it's made by some former um dishonored devs like that team arcane yeah. it's like former arcane devs and honestly i didn't know if it was gonna be just a twin stick shooter, like an arcade, like arcade gameplay with a cool, um, supernatural wild west setting. Like I really like, I like the setting. I like what they're doing with the the characters and the story and all that. Like it's real interesting. Um, but it's a little, it's a little developed by a small team. Like as far as like they, you just they couldn't polish everything up. You can see some corners they had to cut some like some jankiness that they had to do with the aiming and it's rough around the edges and it feels like just because they don't have the team they used to and they, they've made everything work is what, what comes across to me. But also after my first session, which I was kind of meh on of just like, not, not that it was bad of just like, I don't think I'm in the mood for this type of thing. And I couldn't figure out why it was because I wanted more action out of it. 
And then I read a comparison to like, they were, they're comparing th- this game as like the best callback to the original fallout games, like the, mm. the yeah. isometric RPG fallout games, the turn base. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it made me look at it in a different line. I was like, I think I could, I could find the right mood to play this in, but I, I wasn't in it. So it's, it's definitely an interesting game and I will spend more time with it, but I've almost got to kind of reset my brain to get into it. Mm. Um, I know you 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 bounced off of it due to uh, Skill Up's review, which I I still I don't know how to base things off of his reviews anymore. But um, um, I thought I'd at least. I mean, I was never super into it to begin with. So just when he was like, "Nah," um, yeah. you know, it's missing. It's missing a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, okay, that's just not. I wasn't trying to put that game down by saying it's not going to bump anything off my list. It's just like I had things that I was really yeah. looking forward to. And so unless somebody came out and was like, Whoa, oh, you yeah. got to play this game. It's so crazy. I'm like, OK. So because of that, with on that note, you're totally playing Tunic, right? I have Tunic installed on both my PC and my Steam Deck. Uh-huh. I just haven't played it yet, oh, but I will play it. I am looking forward to it. I am looking forward to your reaction to it because I feel like a fucking stick in the mud with that game. <laughs> it's death door josh was so excited and you're just like Oof. well it was we'll just see. like i was I was, you know we talked about it for a month leading up to it like i was yeah. really looking forward to it and it's been you see one screenshot of that game you're looking forward to it it looked charming yeah. as hell and it's just like yeah it's death store like during it for me I, I was gonna say i i have that same fear that this is death store 22 um but also it's got some zelda exploration in it and yeah. I don't have room for that in my brain while playing Elden Ring. That's nope. that's a lot of it. So hopefully yeah. when I'm washed free of that at some point, uh, I can approach it with a, a clear mind. And I love that he loves it and I want to love it. But yeah, just every session, I'm just like, is that it? <laughs> so, um, a quick update on my Marvel oh my puzzle quest. Um, <laughs> I was so confused when I saw you playing this game. I was just like, what the hell? So Marvel Puzzle Quest continues to um, take up my time. It's my daily mobile game. We are at the point uh, in this free-to-play game, Ryan, where I'm looking at tier lists of oh boy gathering oh no comic covers of characters and building teams. Oh and, my gosh! But it's it's still that match three game, super easy to play. It's like it's it's so there is no friction in it. It's just like oh okay this it, this character would be better. Okay, I'll start. You know, it'll take me two months to unlock him. Whatever, I'm gonna still do my daily stuff and play this game for 15 minutes a day it's fine but that got me um and then this article popped up just <laughs> shitting on puzzle quest 3 which i i love i love that take i love people crushing that game um and so here are some alternative uh puzzle games you should try and they were just all over the place as far as like I thought, like, when you make that list, Puzzle Quest 3, I'm playing that mobile, you're going to give me some more mobile puzzle games to, to play, and the first one is a mobile one. Then it's just, like, all these random-ass Steam games. And then they threw out this Might Magic Class of Heroes, which is old, but only yeah. on specific, like, it, on specific uh, consoles, and like, older consoles, but on Steam. But what got me was that it was developed by Capybara. So I was just, mm. and, and I like their shit. Um, yeah. I didn't want to play it because it's Ubisoft's like forgotten RPG series that, you know, they're going to take a heavy swing at with like NFTs or something real soon. Uh huh. Um, and I remember seeing people playing this 
six, seven, eight years ago a lot. Uh, I didn't know it was a puzzle game. I thought it was just some, you know, JRPG style type thing. But no, it's a it's a fun ass puzzle game with a real cool huh. battle system, and I'm enjoying right. it. It's very, yeah, fun puzzle combat. So, I, I now I wish I had it on my phone, but if I had it on my Steam Deck, I had a little I had a little mobile version. So um, that's real fun. So that was my as I you know none of this stuff that I've talked about yet has really landed with me and that was that was a nice discovery this week um nice and that isn't to say I'm still loving the hell out of Elden Ring I am like I'm accomplishing things I did a big fu- the big fight that got nerfed that everybody's talking about I did that or did that uh um what no they powered him back up right so I fought the nerfed version of him yeah of Rodon or whatever um that fight is a spectacle that was really cool oh my goodness um, yeah it's cool arena it's a cool fight and i had no business winning that fight the way that i played it and the amount of runes i got from it was just an amount that i hadn't seen before so that was huh? super cool um yeah making a lot of progress and um still just loving going in the nooks and crannies everything's interesting in that game so it's just I keep thinking like I'm going to have to stop playing this game because I'm never, I'm never going to be done with it. Like I, that's going to be ultimately my problem. Uh, yeah. Cause I don't even where I'm at with stories. Like I don't even see that path yet as far as like, what is the end ending? What, like what is, well, I mean, I'm sure it'll come together, but right now I'm just like doing stuff. Um, and, yeah. um, and I did have to, after that fight, that fight took me two sessions to win and well, I had to end my session. I had to like be real thoughtful about, okay, which site do I exit the game on? Because I have, to, when I come back to this game, I have to remember what I was doing because I almost forgot the reason I'm doing this fight is to turn it in. Like there's, it's finishing a quest line and yeah. I, and I almost wandered off someplace else and completely forgot about it. And it wouldn't have, it would take me a while to figure that out, but that's, I like it and lost in that game. I started, I mean, there was just, you know, there's moments navigating that world where, yeah, those Breath of the Wild feels hit me of just like, I just, just we're just going to hang out here. This is, this could never end and I'd be happy, but yeah, um, we'll see what pulls me out of that. Or, I mean, I hope I see it through, but it's just like, I might put 150 hours into it and not finish it. You know what I mean? So, um, I'll be curious to see. Yeah. How I, how I balance that, I guess. Coop's going to put 300 hours into it and then finish it. He was close. He was ready to finish it. And then he's like, nah, we're going to get, we're going to. He's, he's going to do everything there is to do. He's already talking about his new game plus run. Um, so yeah, that's, that's all he's going to play for. It reminds me, I need to go test. I need to go see if I'm ready for tree sentinel yet. I don't know. Um, one more drop this evening. I kind of switched it up. Um, I've just got some questions about some random shit about games has happened in a couple weeks and we'll kind of rapid fire this stuff because love it it's fun um calling this uh game checks for april what are we gonna do about the show ah shit it comes out tomorrow it comes out this week um today for listening to the podcast and they made a real strong pitch to you and i last week no pun intended but but yeah, but why can't we comp stomp? Why can't we co-op against the computer? I, I think I but assume... Also the, you know there's not going to be matchmaking, and we're just going to get rocked. Because I know I'm very bad at that game. Like, but can we... Like, in the competitive scale things... Oh, sure. Yeah, we got to be awful. awful. We got to be terrible. I mean, I, I'm lowering pitching and hitting difficulties down to veteran every single time. Those guys play all-star all the time. 
I just, yeah. I don't, I, that's my thing. I think the twos and threes co-op stuff will be, it will be fun, but I'm afraid it's going to be like playing FIFA online. And that was not fun because I'm bad. And I just don't think that they're going to handle progression in a good way. That was, um, I mean, but we can play two V two, right? With, with, we can make a game between four of us, right? When you said matchmaking online. Yes. I don't know. I think it's only matched up to randoms. Really? I think it's like you and your friend, and then you have to play two random people. Like I don't think they have like private lobbies. Right. More yet. more investigation needed. But are we getting this game? Yeah. Are you getting this game? I don't know yet. Okay, I haven't decided. Because that was the game last year, where I was putting a bunch of time into it on the the, the fucking uh, road to the show. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm playing an RPG right now. And like, there is no end in sight. I'm, I'm not going to be done with this. Uh, just weird that that's that was my Elden Ring last year, apparently. Uh, I have played a lot of I've played live show 22, but I played it mainly just me and John. We have played each other probably 100 times. <laughs> and I definitely am winning the series. What's the percent? Is it 60, 40? Uh, I I bet it's 70-30. Oh, he sucks. That's not surprising. Yeah. He gets beat a lot. I was getting a kick out of this take, and I just wondered what our group would do if somebody was like, hey, we don't have to do building anymore. Does anybody want to play Fortnite without building? Man, and- this made me so fucking mad. Like, you're going in the opposite direction. I was, I was so glad that Josh said it, because I was like, yes. Let's go the opposite way and go back to... Like you, uh, you want to compete over here? <laughs> what was that game called? Survive. What was the H1 original Z1? Fort- Oh, the original. No, no. What was the original Fortnite mode? Yeah, I don't called? remember. Yeah, I, but I know, the zombie mode. Survive the something yeah, or yeah. whatever. But yeah, like I want to go back to like that game. I don't want to play just. God, I can't. It's like like just thinking about it made me sick. Of like, oh, it's just. So you're telling me you're just playing PUBG, but everybody's dressed up as like Spider-Man and, mm-hmm. you know, Jimmy Neutron or I don't know what, I don't know what, <laughs> what the hell's pull. going on what in that pull. game. But like, like, just like, come on. Like, so just, it just made me so mad. That's so dumb. I don't know. The game's been around for a while and I saw some of my friends that are like, uh, just about to turn 30, like that crew. Yeah. And them like being all like oh now yeah this is this is what i'm after who wants to start a crew in Fortnite? And i was just like i don't think that's for any of us especially like even <laughs> even you guys i think you're too old for it like because yeah there could be, does become a point of if you're not doing that thing there are everybody else has already perfected the the normal ass battle royale um it's yeah. it's a it's a bizarre change but you know uh epic is never afraid to adjust that game and Got it back in the news, that's for sure. And they're doing more shit with their creative mode, too. So that Fortnite's not going away anytime soon. But big news. Ugh. Big news. Whoa, that was the... That was the I didn't expect the UG. We're, we're, we're getting excited about this. They're shutting down... <laughs> I love your optimism. The online service for everybody's golf. I, think I wish I had a shred of that. I don't know. This is a long-running series. We've got so many hot shots out there, like... What else is Clap Hands doing? Are they literally just all in on that's their mobile game? That's what I want to know. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. Like that's what that's what worries me. We're getting another everybody's uh, golf. It's happening. 
I hope so, because it's the best golf game out there, <laughs> hands down. Um, and I would love to see a sequel that runs on next-gen hardware. Um, I'd be all for that. So it's over, too. I like, hope- yeah, I wanted to almost do a whole, like, what do we want from it? But it's perfect. It's just- super old. Yeah. Um, I-, I just wanted to give everybody an update. Um, I, th- I thought, I think you might have saved it. Because I couldn't tell, you stopped playing Wordle. Was that? I a- took a week off. Okay. during my my shit week. Yeah, I could not tell if that was a conscious decision. During that week, Wordle beat the shit out of us last week. We've been playing. Wordle. Yeah, it looked pretty rough. We've been playing Wordle golf for um, over a couple fourteen four, weeks. Fourteen weeks. Okay. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. And I was, I thought we were gonna get to a week. You know, if Jubs hadn't broken the game again, I thought we were going to have a week where, like, we didn't get under par for, mm-hmm. for the week, uh, which is which is four. He was the only one, yeah. Uh, he had to pull two eagles to do it. Like, he still almost didn't. But um, anyway, World Golf is still going strong. Um, I thought that w- week broke everyone because um, there's a lot of complaints about certain types of words that will pop up and... Uh, everybody struggled after a week where we kicked Wordle's ass the week before, just for the record. But I thought it was broken, but then I guess the dev team's been hard at work. Um, <laughs> put some top the guys on The dev team finally finished Elden Ring and had some time to themselves to, <laughs> to work we got, stuff. Yeah, we got a patch that uh, fixed our, our main issue with the game, which was uh, requiring everybody to submit their scores. Surprise, surprise. Relying on people to do that. Uh, so now it's automatic uh, scores are, are, are submissions, which means those leaderboards that we get on a daily basis are accurate and people can't come out of the shadows uh, and, and do like an eight stroke swing in 24 hours uh, to kind of ruin everybody's fun or at least my fun because I think I'm the only one. I take it so seriously for everyone else that I'm no. like, emotionally affected by it. It is. I mean, like. It is really hard when you're looking at the leaderboard and you're like, oh, I'm in the chase. And like, you don't realize that person that's sitting there at like a four is really at a minus two. <laughs> and like, it just, it just takes your legs out and you're just like, fuck, this is so stupid. I was even I trying to cheer game. on somebody else. I was like, oh, good job, Aaron. Oh, fuck you. Got I know. <laughs> that's so bad. Um, just, just technical uh um background on this one the reason that i didn't do this is that the normal way that you would read these messages is you have to have uh, a websocket connection open to discord and you basically are exchanging information back and forth between them in real time the problem with that is that i would have to have a server running 24 7 which i have been avoiding at all costs because i do not want to pay for that yes um it came to me literally this morning I was just like, God, like, cause I saw, I saw all six of you had like, it was like six people had posted scores, but you'd all done it on your phones. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is, this is just dumb. This is dumb that people are having to like come back. And I hate this. I hate the, ex- the user experience of it. It's driving me crazy. And I just happened to be looking through the APIs and like, there's gotta be something. Right. And then I realized I could just fetch the messages from the channel every 15 minutes and I can keep track of the last message that I read and just read in new messages. And that costs me like nothing to do. So I whipped it up this morning, <laughs> threw it out there. Turns out it works great. 
uh, I'm super excited because I really did. I mean, like it crushed me as a developer to watch people struggle with that. And especially for Jubs to pull the shit that he was pulling made me very angry. I, no kidding, Justin, this is how mad I got. I wasn't even playing last week. Uh I almost went in and put the emojis on his scores to trick him into thinking that he had already submitted them and he hadn't just to fuck with them because it was making me that mad. So... There you go, Jeffs. I almost got you. Oh man, I let my guard down too. I didn't because I because I wasn't gonna win. I wasn't as defensive, but yeah, I didn't see. I always see him coming. I didn't see him coming. But World of Golf back in action. This is my week. This will I will play my hundredth game this week. Oh wow, that's, that's I'm big. Na- as of this recording, I've played ninety six times. I'm on a streak of ninety six. Wow. But I had two six. I've I've had I had two sixes last week. I've only had four sixes. In, a, wow. in 96 games and i had two That's, last week I was, i'm like yeah if i if, if i trip before 100 i will i will be beside myself but at least i have that out in the world now because now i'm fucked there you go um and then real quick sorry um no i just had to give a shout out that uh we got an announcement of a hyperlight drifter proper sequel hyperlight breaker was announced um, this caught me off guard Did this get you off guard yeah yeah because it was you know their their last game just came out last fall so i yeah. thought we were years away and i think it's coming within a year so this feels like a real pokemon's legends of arceus yeah maybe maybe, situation. maybe i played a tech demo and uh yeah um but yeah i'm just renewed hope because type of life right life drifter is a all-timer for me still yep want to see this team kind of figure out if they're going to go 3d let's see how this turns out but it looked faster just just the the pace of the trailer hopefully uh, i mean no we didn't see any gameplay but hopefully yeah and then we didn't get to talk about this but i just <laughs> still laughing my ass off you know we ever since we did previews for this year it was always which of these games is going to get delayed and placing our bets and i just it just cracks me up that every zelda game does this like every they have multiple delays and we bite every time. Yeah, Breath of the Wild 2 delayed to March of 2023. Uh so we'll be yeah, we'll be playing it next spring. They love a March release. Didn't Breath of the Wild yeah. come out in March? Yeah, came out with the with the Switch. Of like, yeah. you know, like the Super Nintendo Switch. But the the thing yeah, right. that has changed even if we were predicting this delay is like nah, man. I think you need some air away from Elden Ring. I think, I think the game's changed a little bit too. So I'm really, I'm really curious just how there are a lot of games that are landing differently now because of Elden Ring. And yeah, um, yeah, I'm going to need some more space uh, before this thing can, can kind of feel on its own a bit. Um, Yeah. And, and not have that other thing in my head. So, yeah, I, I feel sorry for anybody who's releasing an open world game in 2022. Because get ready for those comparisons. Or even like, uh, not Salt and Sanctuary, whatever that next one is. Um, just anyone that's just trying to do the old Souls formula, too. Like, in oh, riff yeah. off of that, of just like, I don't know. Anyway, um, we'll dig in that another time. But let's get to the hype train. Let's start to wind down. Wind down with hype. That's what we do. Um <laughs> Skill Up also was uh, talking about uh, this next game um, and 
that it's just so huge and he it's taken a while to put his video together because he's been playing a bunch of Lego Star Wars the Skywalker saga. I'm just like that's that's nice uh that it's so huge but there's also stories about like basically that team being grinded to death and mm. and I I don't know these I mean the Lego Star Wars games are fun um but uh yeah trying to make that like the big thing of the week is weird to me um mlb the show 22 is out again playstations and xboxes and oh yeah the switch out for the switch yeah where's that pc port? What's that? What's with i know these sports on. these sports games are scared of the pc um and then also that remaster re-release of chrono cross the radical dreamers edition out for playstation 4 xbox one switch and pc and we already kind of shouted out in our week off that Weird West came out. So those are kind of the big ones. Uh, what are you hyped for? What's going on? I'm just catching up. Um, you know, now that Elden Ring's off my plate, uh, I, like I said, I'm going to play Kiwami and I'm going to try and, and finish that game. Um, maybe play some Farming Simulator. Uh, Tunic is loaded up, so I might play some of that. Still got to figure out what I'm doing about the show. Yeah, just kind of figuring out what's next. <sighs> What am I gonna do? I'm definitely gonna play some more Elden Ring. I had Weird Rust down here as a thing I'm hyped for, but I, I just don't see myself getting into it. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I need something. It's not gonna be Tunic. I just don't. Again, don't have room in my brain for it. I'll probably just fuck around with that Might and Magic game because that seems like a good way to spend some time for now. But yeah, that that's dangerous. That's dangerous. This little opening. Um, leaves room for MLB the show, or maybe I'll maybe I'll fuck around with some Game Pass stuff on that my new Xbox. That'll that's probably what's gonna happen. So there you go. Um, that's gonna do it for the Night Force action report. Thanks everybody for joining us. Uh, we'll be back <sighs> as soon as uh, Ryan's allergies allow. So hopefully Oof. next week. <laughs> Tis the season. Um, yeah, we'll catch you next time. Thanks everybody. Bye. Thank you.